Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. I'm asking the biggest questions about running back for the 2022 season next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to Fantasy Football Today in 5 on the Fantasy Football Today YouTube channel and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Chris Towers here with Adam Azer for the August 1st episode, and I've got three big questions about running backs for you. Adam, are you ready? Actually, I'm asking the questions, Chris. At the end of the show, I want to know, how is your ice cream cone? But yes, I am ready. <laughs> I am ready for running back questions. All right. First up, how do you think Denver will split work between Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon? Williams is RB9 with a borderline first-round ADP, but Melvin Gordon actually had the same number of carries as him in one fewer game last season. Is that going to change? Yeah, I think it'll change. I think it'll be more like 60-40 on the carries, and I'm hoping that Javante Williams continues to be worked uh, more on the passing downs. I think he had 15 more targets than Melvin Gordon. Uh, so I, I think you know he has a better chance of being the passing downs guy, but we don't know who the goal line guy is. That's what really concerns me here. And you know, they split the carries inside the five basically evenly, the carries inside the 10 basically evenly. So it was so even last year. We want to see Javante Williams take that big step. But I think as of right now, he is a third round pick. Melvin Gordon is great value going 100th overall. We have to watch the reports because apparently he was working with the fourth team, Melvin Gordon, <laughs> a few days ago. But as long as he's going to be you know, the number two back, I think he's great value around 100th overall. And don't reach for Javante in the second round because I don't think he's going to have the workload to justify it. Yeah, I get the, the case for Javante. I think I have him more like a late second, early third rounder. The, the case, obviously, is that if he gets 65% of the carries and this offense take a big, takes a big step forward, all of a sudden Javante Williams looks like a, a potential superstar. And he looked really good when he got that you know one opportunity to be the lead back. The concern is in the games after Javante Williams started when Melvin Gordon was out, Melvin Gordon actually had more carries than Javante Williams in those final five games. So, yeah, that's a concern. All right, move on to number two question. Are you buying Ezekiel Elliott as a workhorse for the Dallas Cowboys still? Jerry Jones said, quote, Zeke has to be the focus in recent comments, but that kind of goes against what the fantasy football community certainly wants to see. I'm not sure if it's what we should be expecting to see. What do you think? Kind of buy it. I'm starting to think that... I... Look, if all things are equal based on what we know, what the what people are saying right now, what Jerry Jones just said, shouldn't Zeke go ahead of Javante Williams? I know it's not going to be that way. There's so much risk with Ezekiel Elliott, but he was a beast before his injury last year. I mean, he was putting up explosive runs, which we hadn't really seen in a while. Uh, he's going to get, unlike Javante, he is the clear-cut goal line touchdown scorer there. Mm -hmm. And if he's going to get 15 carries a game, which would be kind of low for him, and let's say three catches a game, he could be a first-round player. I mean, he could be an elite running back like he was before his knee injury last year. So I am I am trending toward buying that, Chris, that Jerry, what Jerry Jones said is going to come to fruition and Zeke is going to be the workhorse. I'm not there yet, but I, I think we need to really consider the fact that he might just be a huge steal even in round three. You know, I like Pollard as a, as a zero RB target, you know, in the, in the middle rounds, but 
Yeah, I think the this is one of those situations where there's a bit of wishful thinking on the part of the fantasy community. There's no indication at any point that the Cowboys are going to go away from Ezekiel Elliott, so I think you have to assume that they're going to continue riding him. It's two straight years where he we've done the when he was healthy thing with him, so that's a concern also, but yeah, I buy it. Number three, will any rookie running backs emerge as must-start options? It happens pretty much every year. We've had at least one rookie finish as, the, as a top 15 running back in nine of the past 10 seasons. Will anyone join them this year? Brees Hall will. I'm I'm feeling Brees Hall. I'm I'm pretty pretty into it. I think it's going to take a little bit of time for him to get enough of the share to be a must start running back because Michael Carter did have a very nice debut season, but uh, they just don't have as much invested in Michael Carter. And Michael Carter's never been a workhorse guy, so that's just not going to happen. Brees Hall has been a workhorse guy. He was a massive workhorse uh, in college. Um, I don't know something like 250 carries a season, something crazy like that. You know so. He can handle the load. He can do it as a pass catcher. He looks the part. He's big. He's strong. He's fast. And I'm excited for Brees Hall. And I definitely want a piece of him. If I can get Brees Hall in the fourth round, I think that's awesome. Even though it's technically the RB dead zone, you might have to wait a little bit for Brees Hall, but I think he will get there. Um, other than that, Ken Walker is going to need an injury. I think Algier will be a must roster, but not necessarily a must start. I think Damian Pierce could be the same way. Someone will emerge. I, I expect Pretty small things from this year's rookie running back class, but I expect pretty big things from Brees Hall. Yeah, I'm, I'm more skeptical about Brees Hall, and it's mostly just that offense. I just I don't know if Zach Wilson's ready to elevate anyone let me, let me in that offense. This. He and, and I brought this up on a podcast last week. He and uh, Javante were drafted 35th and 36th, mm-hmm. separate drafts, obviously. They both went to an offense that finished 28th in offense in scoring the year before, right? So the Jets were 28th last year. The Broncos were 28th when they before they drafted Javante. And the Broncos stunk last year anyway. But if Javante had gotten that work, he still would have been a must-start guy. So that's why, that's why I'm in on Brees Hall because even if the Jets' offense is bad like it was last year, I still think he's good enough, like Javante, to be a fantasy stud. So what you're saying based on this podcast is we're going to be overdrafting Brees Hall next season if i can connect the dots (laughs) every week is gonna be Brees hall week this season i can't wait all right that's gonna do it for fantasy football today in five make sure you subscribe oh ice cream cone yeah Yeah. it was good yeah i had my ice cream cone right before the podcast because adam told me we were gonna be a little late and all of a sudden we get to nine o'clock and adam's like i'm ready now and i'm halfway through a a drumstick yeah those are always good always all right (laughs) it's gonna do it for fantasy football today in five we'll see you tomorrow bye